Welcome to Dropping In, a podcast of storytelling and interviews with your host, Winter Olympian Mercedes Nickel. Thank you so much for dropping in today. This is series 10. Now, I've had a lot of Whistler kids on this podcast, which is so amazing because obviously, if you've listened for a while, I live in Whistler. This is my hometown, Whistler, British Columbia, Canada. It is a mountain town. It is a resort town, but we also do have a thriving community here of athletes and amazing humans. Um, but not only athletes, I've chatted to a diverse group of Whistler kids that came out of this small Canadian mountain town from writers to business leaders, Olympians, all around amazing humans. And today is no different. This is episode 86. Let me introduce the guests that I will be dropping in with today. Our next guest is a skier that I'm pretty sure you will not be able to keep up with. She grew up in Whistler as a member of the Whistler Mountain Ski Club from 84 to 92. She's a record holder for the CSA Provincial Division Downhill with three consecutive wins. She's a, she was a member of the provincial um, the BC Provincial Ski Team, competed in Norham, Norhams and national events. Now, once she was done with that stuff, she competed in big mountain competitions, winning the local Kulwar Extreme Race, and two Peak to Valley races. We will get into that with her later. Um, she was the Whistler Pro Tour champion in 94 and 96. She was a member of the UBC varsity ski team. She now spends weekends in Whistler as an exclusive ski guide for Whistler Blackcomb. So I get to see her up there a bunch, which is nice. Uh, she is an all-around athlete. You can find her mountain biking, hiking, swimming, sailing when she's not on the snow. Fun fact, her dad is my godfather. This mother-daughter athlete, big mountain skier, knows what it's like, knows what Whistler's like, the back of her hand. Like, she knows it. So let's drop in with Kelly Booth Jackson. <clears throat> Kelly, Hi, Mercedes. How are you? I'm good. Happy to be here. So nice to have you on. This is, like, such a fun series. I had... Um, probably at least two people that you know from uh, your generation. I had Feet Banks on and mm -hmm. Oh, Bo and Feet. So you're in good company. This is like a really Yay. fun series for me. Are you ready to drop in? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we start with 10 rapid fire questions that are never rapid. It's just so everyone gets to know you a little bit more. Number one. Dun, dun, dun. It's the easiest one. Where in the world are you today? Squamish, BC. Awesome. That's my hometown. That's your hometown now. My new uh, hometown. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite question. I'm pretty sure I'll know the answer. Well, maybe I'll be a little bit different than I think. Number two, if you had to choose or like what is closest to your heart, Whistler or Blackcomb? Whistler. Oh, yeah. Did you get it right? Well, in my head, I was like, oh, I think she's going to say Whistler. But at the same time, I was like, oh, but she does spend some time on Blackcomb. Like, unlike my family, right? Only more recently. But, okay. I mean, Dusty's was on Whistler, so. I know. <laughs> I can't wait to get into the Dusty's, like, memories. Um, okay. Number three, 
Whistler hangout when you were a kid? Oh, God, the arcade. Okay, that's what Bo and uh, Feet said. So which arcade? Because the old school one in the conference center, right? In the basement of the conference center. And so- um, Did you miss that? Were you no, 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 no. I was there. I was okay. there. But there are like a fair few, a generation older than me that I think they, or younger than me, that they they wouldn't have been there. You missed and, it, yeah. And it's so funny because Feet worked in tourism in for Tourism Whistler and the offices are there now. So it's yeah. super weird to walk in there. That's what he said. I had dinner with him the other night and yeah, he said it's weird to see offices where we used to hang out and, you know, <laughs> do bad things. Okay, we so, kids. so that was your hangout when you were younger. Where would you hang out now? Now? Well, is there any question? <laughs> dusties still dusties I, love I think so that's good that's good um number four are you a morning person or a night owl i would say both yeah yeah ski season okay. definitely morning okay yeah you got to be mm -hmm. that's fair um okay since and driving from, from Squamish too. So for the for our listeners and viewers that don't know, Squamish is about what like a 20, 30 minute drive away on a good day. 40. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm -hmm. just south of Whistler. So there's a lot of commuters and you are one of them to come up for work. Um, and on a pow day. Okay, if you now you're a morning person, this is number five. How would you start your day? Start my day with uh yoga and a smoothie. <laughs> Nice. Wait, wait, what do you put in your smoothie? Uh, protein powder, spinach, blueberries, okay. fiber, hemp yeah. seeds. Winning. And water. Okay. Well, um, you when we were just talking earlier and you caught me like I just chugged. Um, I think they call it like mud water now, but I just make it myself with like turmeric, cinnamon, chia, and ashwagandha. And that just like kind of starts off my day nicely. So that like sounds smoothie. super healthy. It's, <laughs> it is, but you saw my face. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, almost puckers your cheek. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, number six, would you prefer to read a book or watch TV, Netflix, any streaming kind of thing? Read a book. Read a book. And do, do you often read a book? Not as often as I would like. I think that they don't normal. watch TV though. You don't watch TV at all. No time. Yeah, fair, totally fair. I try. Okay. Um, number seven. This might be one of the more challenging questions. Name, not to scare you. Name one thing that you've learned the hard way. Oh wow. In life or in Whistler? All, all of the above. Doesn't matter. All anything. of the above. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I think I spent my teen years trying to keep up with the boys. Yes. And there was nothing easy about that, but it taught me to be tough. For sure. Never complain or you right. get dropped. That's totally fair. I think like trying to um, not keep up with the boys drinking sometimes was my right. down downfall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, okay. You Go and feet are fun though when you're keeping up with each other <laughs> on the mic. Oh, thank you. 
You make it so much fun. We had a really good time talking about the um, Worcester Blackham Foundation uh, gala where Feet and I get to uh, be on the microphone together. And it's a good time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay, number eight. Because in the intro I said you do so many sports, do you Mm. have a favorite? Skiing. Yeah, you still love it. I still love it. That's awesome. Yeah. How how many years has it been now? Uh, well, you're asking me to date myself. 47 <laughs> years. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We can take that out. <laughs> that's okay. Um, that's, skiing. That's a, that's a good, that's a good answer. That is a long time. My dad was, uh, 70, he said like 77 years and he's 79 years now. He's like, I think 77 is enough. Who? Your dad? My, my dad. Yeah. 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 I think my dad stopped at 72. It's so wild. Yeah. I miss, I miss your dad up here. I miss so my dad, dad up there too. And he did it without warning. He I just, know. He came up skiing with Byron and I. We went to the top. Yeah. We skied from top down to Dusty's. He picked his skis up off the snow. He put them together and he said, that's it. That's my last <gasps> run. I said, what do you mean that's your last run? That was oh it. My Took God. his last run with Byron, his grandson. He knew his knees hurt. Yeah. Still well, wanted to golf. Make me and, cry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. He was such wow. a fixture up there. Our parents. They really, yeah. Together. I know. It was weird not to have my parents up there this year. This was their first year not up the mountain, and I was like, Oh, really? But I'm also like kind of happy because I feel like I just want to be around them like a bubble. Like no one touch my parents. I'll kill you if you touch my parents. <laughs> and ultimately, that's that's one of the biggest reasons my dad stopped. His knees were hurting, but he didn't want to get hit and 100%, injured. And 100%. Just the hill got so busy for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's way different than what it was back in the day. Totally. Um, we will, we, I'd love to get more into that too. Uh, number nine. There's only one more question after this. Would you? Are you lakes or mountains? And it's okay to say both. Both. But mountains in the winter, obviously, but I'm ocean. Ocean. I knew you were going to say that because sailing, right? Bowen? Yeah. Yeah. And Bowen and swimming. I love swimming in the ocean. Well, My mom swims in the ocean almost every day, all year. That always blows my mind. She is like a legend in my eyes for doing that. Her and Uncle John. Uncle John, whenever he's up at Hernando, he'll do that too. Oh, yes. Like every morning they walk all the way down those stairs, go swimming. And then I'm like this like pansy who's like, oh, it's really cold, but I really want to get in. <laughs> I know the 70 year olds are showing us up, Mercedes. We they were so <laughs> tough keeping up with the boys and now we can't keep up with them and they're 70. I know. It's so okay. true. <laughs> I don't know. We got soft. We're going to go up. <laughs> All right, last last question of this not never rapid rapid fire. Uh, what's one core memory that you may think of from your childhood in Whistler? In Whistler, probably pressing our noses against the glass at Nasty Jacks or Dusty's, like begging to go home because we weren't allowed in the bar back then, and our parents were in there having a good old time, drinking with their friends with each other. And we were tobogganing until I would pee my snow pants because, I mean, we just weren't allowed inside. Oh, my gosh. I don't, like, I don't have, oh, 
hold on, I just lost you. She will come back. Am I back? I got you. I got you back. No, no stress. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. For those that don't know, you brought up Nasty Jacks. And oh, yeah. that I don't, I probably was like three, like two or something. Um, yeah. So Nasty, Nasty Jacks was like the Dusties of the village, though. Nasty Jacks was uh, right beside the Longhorn, where the current Longhorn is now. And there was a gravel parking lot right beside Nasty Jacks. And that was like where you paid like the big bucks. I don't know. It was probably two bucks to park right at the hill. That was like a big treat. Otherwise, you were in the day lots. But anyway, yeah, we tobogganed a lot at the that. bottom of the hill outside Nasty Jacks because <laughs> we lived in Alpine. Funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I like, I just love those like old memories of Whistler and like, the core people. And we talked about this on the mountain. Like our parents have so many amazing stories and like, we also have amazing stories, but theirs must be like so different. I might have to do an older generation. Oh my gosh. Um, we have to capture those stories before yeah. they forget them. I know. True. You know? True. true, true. They totally. have so many that haven't been told. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Okay. That was the rapid fire. Boom, boom, boom. We made <sighs> it. <laughs> no stress. So I have uh, like, you have so many accolades and you're such an amazing skier and I do really love um, getting to get out on the hill with you, but I'm going to bring up a couple photos um, that you sent because a lot of people, oh, um, if they're watching, this photo is like, what degree would you say the Sudan Kulwar is just for our listeners that are listening? Like, Well, the start there was about uh that's an that's a nine that's like <laughs> i don't know my degrees either it's Great very enough. it's just think of a face of i don't know what degree would that be that's in a, uh straight down uh, straight down it's literally straight down, straight down and like, like yeah you are in a speed suit and mm -hmm. i feel like you're about to be into a tuck no, the top turns were pretty tight. Yeah. The ruts were pretty much head high. Okay. Uh, so the top was a pretty tight GS, and then it opened up into Super G, past the whale tail, and down into Jersey. It, and the finish was uh, at the bottom of Jersey, like in between Jersey and Glacier Chair. And I can tell you this, that I did that when they brought it back as a forerunner on a snowboard. And my legs were on fire. So, like, how <laughs> how were you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's shorter than Peak to Valley, but it's tiring because you're fighting the hill. I mean, it's – I wish I could say that, like, it's of, like, 45, that drop-in. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then most of Sudan is – It's steep. That's it's a double black. For anyone that's, like, coming to Whistler, that's, like, the the – Kulwar is just one that everyone kind of wants to take off their box and be like, yeah. oh, I did the Sudan Kulwar. And you're like, totally. I raced it and I won it. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Was it that? Was really fun. I do have a question. Was that, um, now that I think about it, because when Whistler and Blackcomb were separate entities, was it yeah. like Sudan Kulwar race and then Peak to Valley race? Was Were those the battling races going on? 
I think those would be some the two bigger ones. And then there were all those other little ones because in those days, the bar races were the bars all had a team and they competed against each other. And that was a big deal. So there was like the Garfinkel's Cup and the Savage Beagle Cup and the, you know, and they all had had to have the winning team, the Tapleys. Uh, no Tapleys. way. Yeah. Yeah. That was the Longhorn Challenge. The yeah. Okay, so they all had their own races or they all like did one race would, and raced against each other. They would put on a race, they would host a race. Yeah. And they all competed with each other to have the fastest team. No way. I all season. That. Yeah. How do we not bring that back? I uh, know, that was fun. <laughs> That's that was hilarious. fun. The bars were so competitive. I mean, yeah. they had ex national team. They did anything to have a winning team. <laughs> I worked at Tapley's before I was 19. No, you did not. <laughs> yeah. Because they wanted you on your team? On their yeah. team? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> it's different no, ownership no. now. <laughs> we'll cut that part out. Too funny. Okay. I do want to talk about your um, – you getting a little bit more extreme. Oh, like, gee. so right now, if you're just listening, we're looking at like a skin tight. Is that like a BC national, a BC that's, team outfit? That's Canadian nationals. That's uh, Lake Louise. Okay. That was and, a, I think that was a Swiss suit or a, yeah, I don't know what suit oh, that was. Is that this? Okay. This is a orange. A red and yellow suit, like kind of tiger stripey, and she's got a full face old school helmet on. And uh, there's two photos: one she's like in the air tucking, and the other one she's like on the ground turning, looking f magnificent. But is this the outfit your dad wore to the? Uh. So you won the Peak to Valley race, and there was a bet going on. Can you elaborate on that? Oh my gosh. So all our dads got together and they had a team. Yeah. And of course they celebrated in Dusty's after the race. And then yeah. that night was the awards up in the roundhouse. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. they won their category. <clears throat> so they dared each other in Dusty's after a pint or two or five uh, to, to accept their medals. In their downhill suits. And was that, would they have worn downhill suits to race in the They wore the their suits to race. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. McDougal. Yeah. Your dad. Yeah. My dad. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the fourth member? Wouldn't it have been Ford a girl? McDougal. Did Ron. they need a girl? No. No. Oh, maybe Gordy Annan. Oh my God! All I remember, we should pull up that picture. That was funny. So, <laughs> as they do, they're silly. Yeah, yeah. They that wore wasn't that. Embarrassing at all. Dads <laughs> up there in their downhill suits. Okay, but let's also explain the Peak to Valley. So, um, <clears throat> the Sudan Kulwar race is on Blackcomb, and it has been resurrected for the World Ski and Snowboard Festival. And then the Peak to Valley has just continually been on. Um, mm -hmm. And that you start, um, you tell me, because I've never been in it. My brother's only four-ran it. Really? I've never four-ran it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a lot of turns for a snowboarder. How many gates is it? Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> Over 100. Yeah. Maybe. Thank you. Yeah. I think like I 170 know. or something like that. 
Yeah, 186 maybe. Yeah, <clears throat> to be like precise. <laughs> <laughs> Changes from, you know, by a gate or two. John Kendry oh, would be the one to answer that question. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> we pull him in on the call? He's Found a friend. The um, John. <laughs> He's the course setter. Uh, yeah. yeah, it starts in the sat just below the saddle. Yeah, so that's like at the top of Whistler, pretty much. Very top, yeah, peak mm-hmm. chair, and then it uh, it just follows the mountain down towards Creekside, down Upper Franzis, Lower Franzis, and ends down at Dusty's, of course. Yeah, the place, the place to be. So, like, yeah, it's when about like six and a half minutes long. If you're you, well, it go it ranges from about five to seven minutes. So, like. Yeah, it depends really? how they said it. Depends on the year, but yeah, about five and a half, six minutes. You're on the course, turning wow. left, right, left, right. <laughs> See, I think I would want to do it on skis if I did it. You should, Mercedes. I know, I should. Yeah, bring the someone, skis back. Someone needs me on their team. They just let's, don't know it yet. <laughs> let's do a Whistler Kids team. Ooh, that would be super fun. Bo, Bo. Because they're oh yeah that would be fun okay we're gonna talk we're talk on talk about that one um I also want to bring up that you have been in the newspaper a lot because of oh, all geez. your accolades um oh, so here we have a sport a, a clipping from the ninety six newspaper would that have been like the peak the peak Perfect. or the, oh, no, no, the, the Whistler oh, question. question the Whistler question. Yes, yeah, because the RIP Whistler question melded with the peak newspaper now because that's what's happening with magazines and uh, newspapers. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have the peak back then. No, yeah. So this is another photo of you going down the Sudan Couloir. Just, I mean, it really, if you're a skier and you're on a green run, there's absolutely no way that this photo that we're looking at would not blow your mind because she <laughs> is like just, there's, it looks like there's nothing underneath her and her ski tips are just pointing down. Do you I remember this? I do. Ski I mean, that's what, that's so what you... we call dropping in, Mercedes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're literally like dropped. So would you just have like pulled out of the gate and then like airborne into the couloir? Yeah. In, into a turn right away. So you're. You're kind of bracing for that first turn. You want to push out as fast as possible, but you're into a turn right away. So, and you got to yeah. get through. I mean, and if you if you miss a gate, <clears throat> you're disqualified. Yeah, if you miss a gate, you're disqualified. Dunzo, absolutely Dunzo. Anyways, I, I got to bring up just like for the viewers because we do um, um, have this on oh. Shaw TV. Some of wow. these photos are just so amazing. This is you in a tuck on Whistler Mountain. And then one of these photos, which one is it? There's a – you've been to Mammoth. That was – um yeah, when I uh, – for – nope, that's Peak to Valley. That's Ma- – You've yeah. been to Mammoth. So this that is you – is that slalom? Yeah. Okay, she's for about ABC. to hit a gate. She's about to hit a gate. She's got a bib number 88. She is looking good. And, like, you just have good style. I have to tell you that much. Thanks, bud. Bl- That's blonde hair the, flowing. University <laughs> nationals in uh, in the states because we didn't have a tour in Canada. We don't have a university, um, yeah, um, ski tour. So we would go to the states every weekend. Every weekend. 
Mm-hmm. And do their whole, so that's so rad. Cause I lived in May. I ended up living in Maine <clears throat> for a while, like for the shoulder, like the early season and then spring. They had a good uh, pipe, didn't they? They had a really good half. They still do. Yeah. Uh, it's like the Mecca for park for sure. I love it there. I bet. It's a huge oh, mountain. Man. It is huge. Awesome. It is huge, but, and it's high. Mm-hmm. It's 8,000 feet. That's like the mm-hmm. top of Whistler, really. Well, higher than the top of Whistler. It's like, I didn't even notice that when I was younger going there. And now if I go back, I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> right. <sighs> Too funny. Um, I do want to touch on some uh, picnics that we've had together and oh. birthdays on the mountain because our families are pretty awesome. We can't deny that. There's a reason that your dad's my godfather. <laughs> mm. We had remember- some good times. Do you remember any of the like birthdays and picnics? I mean, I just remember, I definitely remember our annual Christmas day ski, all the okay. families. Yes. Um, picnics like in the spring, mm-hmm. birthdays. Do you have a picture that's going to jog my memory? <laughs> no, no. I was just thinking like my dad <clears throat> always had his birthday because he's in April. So it'd be springtime. And then had his every, birthday? My, my dad. Oh, yeah. And so I know you guys would all be there. And I don't have photos of them, but like they would do that tradition before the peak had been built. Oh, yeah. And I think they ended up like, did they helicopter up? I don't know if they would have hiked. Well, T-bars <laughs> were in. Yeah. So would they have hiked up around or something like that? Where were anyway, where? Up the peak when there happen? was no peak chair. And then when there was no Harmony chair, we would go out to like Harmony. And I think we had like his 50th out there with like sparklers and champagne and just oh, yeah. like all around good times. Your mom. Yeah. Your mom would <laughs> make sure everyone's having a grand old time. <laughs> oh, it's that true. just makes me think of Alex. I know. Hey, can you talk about the piece that's uh, behind you? It's this big wooden oh. uh um, for the listeners that can't see it, there's like in Kelly in Kelly's house is this <clears throat> huge piece of wood. What is it like four by three? That is, yeah, you're probably right with the measurement. So that was carved by George Dufour, yeah. uh, brother of Bob Dufour, oh. who was, yeah, our GM for how many years? I feel like he almost made fifty. Yeah. Yeah. 50 years so my dad there. grew up with them in um, in the east near St. Sever. Yeah. And that's a carving that George did for my dad's ski shop in Montreal, the trading post yeah. of Ingemar Stenmark, who was, uh, I believe at the time, the already the winningest um, alpine skier of all time. Oh, I'm fading again. Oh. And he held the record until last season, 86 World Cup wins with only technical events, slalom and GS. Uh, Michaela Schifrin caught him this season. Lindsay came close with 84 wins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So cool. So oh, it's a big there. wood carving and it's like a turn of a skier. It looks so sick. Just carved out of this beautiful piece of wood. And GS. Yeah. So that was above our fireplace, as you probably remember, growing yeah. up in Alpine. Yeah. yeah. And I was lucky enough to inherit it. So cool. 
Oh man. So what, what are, um, any other Whistler kid memories that you have that you, that you think everyone should know about? I mean, we've really touched on a lot. Like, God, Dusty's. it was just so free range. I mean, we were just wild. Mm -hmm. Like we were feral, you know, <laughs> we came in when, <laughs> when it got dark, we, uh, just tobogganing, like endless tobogganing, you know? Yeah. And if you, I just remember if you got thirsty, you drank out of the creek. Like there was. <laughs> it's, it's so awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. I remember when we were really young, uh, we lived on needles and the Kellys lived on drifter and there were no houses between the two streets yet. So we had a path connecting our two homes. Yes. And then they started building how cabins we were like what what are you doing this is this is our trail <laughs> <laughs> for sure and now you go to alpine and most of the houses are being torn down and i'm like oh it's so sad our cabin it's is still there the original yes i built that. it with the neighbor one summer i love in the that. early 70s oh, so awesome so yeah. many good memories. And it's funny. I just like saw this thing on, um, on Instagram where this guy, obviously like male model shirt off being like, so why, uh, did you guys oh, drink yeah. out of hoses? And then this lady comes on and it's like, she's like, who's going to tell him, who's going to tell him that we yeah. were outside kids. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Things yeah, we're we not an option. You drank out of the hose. <laughs> I thought that was so on point. And it's, it's like very Whistler kid too. Like, yeah. Drink out oh, of yeah. the creek. You're going to be fine. <laughs> You're going to be totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true. Like, I think they kind of forgot about us. It. Like, oh, yeah, the kids, the kids. Let's <laughs> kids need to come home because we need to get up for skiing tomorrow morning. Oh, so awesome. Oh, my gosh. Kelly, I can't wait to see you on the hill this winter and hopefully in the ocean this summer. Um, anything else that you would like to share with the listeners and the viewers? Well, I. I mean, I just really have to take us back to this season and connecting with you on that perfect day. Oh the grooming was so perfect. And I can't believe how fast you are. Oh. I have never seen a snowboarder straight line, lower Dave downhill like that. I could not catch you. I mean, that was impressive that was but that was like perfect it was like condition so much fun we had to do it again yeah and i would <laughs> i would have done that all day i would have done that <gasps> that, that was, was a, that was like honestly about, that was maybe one of my all-time most favorite moments on the hill same and i i appreciate oh, you Mercedes. because that was so so great and like just friends having a good time that's what it's all about Totally. And your your poor other friend on uh with his he's from Texada Island. <laughs> oh yeah, Justin. Oh, he's fast. Like, he is fast. He's fast. He wanted him. to keep up to you. <laughs> but I mean, how special is it to have Dave Murray like that? Our old run. That run has not oh changed since we were kids. It and you know you can make just like one, two turns. Yeah. And the grooming's so perfect all the, the way grooming. to Dusty's. I mean, I only, I have, I've only, I haven't seen that very often. So, no, ugh. that's special. That's like a dream come true. You can tell we're still passionate about it. Obviously, I, I felt like tears in my eyes, being so excited <laughs> about like oh, a couple runs we did. <laughs> yeah. 
We'll oh, do it again this season. I can't wait. I can't wait. Kelly, thank you so much for dropping in today. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Love you, bud. So much for dropping in today. You can find everything you want to know about dropping in with Mercedes at droppinginwithmercedes.com. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Thanks, DJ Kenosis, for the music and my mom for the intro voice. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.